This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast where I'm going to be giving you a quick preview of this NBA season, which is set to return at a little less than two weeks from now. July 30th is the return date for the NBA regular season where 22 teams will be coming back. That's nine teams from the East and 13 teams from the West where they will be finishing out eight games of the regular season and playing for the playoffs, which will start in the middle of August. Now, once we make it to those playoffs that start in the middle of August, it's going to work like a regular NBA postseason would. 16 teams, 8 from each conference. All the matchups will be a 7-game series, so a completely normal NBA playoff. But how we get there is just going to have a little bit of a twist. So the regular season is going to resume, as I said, on July 30th. All the 22 remaining teams will be playing 8 games for seeding purposes. And then after those 8 games, the top seven teams from each conference would be in the playoffs and then there's just a little bit of a twist for the eighth seed if the eighth best team in the conference is more than four games clear of the ninth best team they would automatically get that eighth seed but if the ninth best team is within four games of the eighth seed there would be an eight place versus nine place play in scenario for the eighth seed in the playoffs the way that play-in would work would be the eight seed would only have to win one game against the nine seed or the nine seed would have to win two games against the eight seed so single elimination for the nine seed or double elimination for the eight seed to get that last playoff spot in the conference as long as the nine seed is within four games of the eight seed if not the eighth place team would automatically get that eight seed and we would just continue Continue with the NBA playoffs, seven game series, eight teams from each conference, normal playoff as you would any other season. So let's start off here by talking a little bit about that 8 9 scenario and what teams might come into play for that. Out in the East, I don't think we are going to see an 8 9 play in type situation. I think that the Magic and the Nets will be getting the seventh and eight seeds. Um, they could be in either order. It might be Nets 7, Magic 8 or vice versa. The only other team contending for that eight spot in the East is the Wizards. I just don't think the Wizards are very good. They're also depleted. They're not getting everybody back for this regular season in the bubble. So I personally don't think the Wizards are going to make a run at the play-in scenario. And even if they did get to that play-in scenario, I don't think they would beat either the Nets or the Magic twice before either of those teams were to beat them once. So whether it is the Nets or the Magic as the 8 seed, I think they will hold that 8 seed and make it into the playoffs. And I don't think that the Wizards as a 9 seed are going to pose any threat at all to getting into the playoffs this year. So for me, I think the eight teams that will be making the playoffs from the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are going to be the one seed. The Celtics and the Raptors are going to be the two and three seed. Could go either way with that. The four seed, I believe, will be the Miami Heat. The five and six could be the Sixers and Pacers in either order. And then seven and eight would be the Magic and Nets, which could go in either order as well. So in no specific order, Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat. Sixers, Pacers, Magic, 
Nets. So yeah, that would be your field for the East. Over in the West, it gets a little bit more complicated. There are more teams returning. There are 13 in the West as opposed to the nine that were in the East. Currently, the Grizzlies hold that eight seed out in the West. With the Spurs, Kings, Suns, Blazers, and Pelicans competing to try to take that 8 seed from the Grizzlies. I do think the Grizzlies are in good shape to at least be 8 or 9 after the regular season. It feels like they are far enough ahead that they're not in too much danger of falling out of at least that 8-9 play-in scenario. But I don't think they're far enough ahead and they do have a difficult schedule that I do think they probably will be a part of the 8 nine play in scenario i don't think they're going to be able to avoid it so the question is of those five remaining teams who will be playing with the grizzlies in the play in scenario for me i immediately eliminate the kings and the suns the suns just a little bit too far behind and i just don't think they're good enough to make that kind of a run the kings are right in the mix but again i just don't think they're going to be quite good enough to get there themselves normally i would like the chances for a team like the spurs but unfortunately Unfortunately for them, LaMarcus Aldridge will not be returning to play for the regular season, so without one of their best players, I think they're going to have a tough time getting there. Then the Blazers are a little bit of a long shot that could possibly make a run, but honestly, they probably have one of, if not the hardest schedule of all teams in these eight remaining games, and also they'll be missing one of their key players in Trevor Ariza, so definitely a difficult road for the Blazers if they were going to try to make a run at it themselves. So that leaves us with the Pelicans. Luckily for the Pelicans, they have one of the easiest schedules of all the teams that are returning. And speaking of returning, Zion Williamson will be returning. The Pelicans have been a different team this year with Zion on the court. They're a much more versatile team when he plays. They have a winning record when he plays. He makes a huge difference for this team. All reports currently is that he's in great shape. He's made good use of this time off to get his body right he cut a few pounds they say he looks physically great and ready to go so as long as Zion avoids any type of injury and his body holds up I'm gonna take the Pelicans to get into that 8-9 play-in situation to face off with the Grizzlies Pelicans versus Grizzlies is kind of a fun matchup because we get John Morant facing off with Zion Williamson, the two best rookies in the league right now. Me personally, I'm more of a John Morant fan than a Zion Williamson fan, but in this matchup, in this play-in scenario, I am going to take the Pelicans to defeat the Grizzlies and snag the eight seed in the Western Conference. Now, whether it be the Pelicans or the Grizzlies or any of the other teams that are competing for that eight spot, it probably will not matter when it comes down to it because whoever does get that eight spot is going to have to face off with the Lakers who are going to be the one seed in the West and I think whoever of those teams ends up playing the Lakers is probably going to get swept so though it doesn't matter that much my pick is the Pelicans to grab that eight seed and get themselves into the playoffs and from a betting angle there's actually some really good value there the Pelicans right now their line to make it into the playoffs is at plus 310 
Ben. That's a play that we are going to be making. Pelicans at plus 310 to get into the playoffs, grab the eight seed, and face the Lakers. Again, I do think that the Lakers will ultimately end up sweeping whoever they play in the first round, but this is a fun matchup of Lakers-Pelicans. You get Zion versus LeBron. You get Anthony Davis versus his former team. You get LeBron versus all the former Lakers that went to the Pelicans in the Anthony Davis trade. So yeah, a lot of good storylines there. I'm sure the NBA would love to see that matchup for marketing reasons, but in the end, the Lakers probably will sweep them. Just a fun little matchup. So if I'm correct and the Pelicans do grab that eight seed in the West, that would make our field in the West. The one seed would be the Lakers. Two through six gets a little tricky in terms of seeding. That's going to depend how these eight regular season games go, but those five teams that will be between the two seed and the six seed would be the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Jazz, and the Thunder. It looks like the Mavericks will be the seven seed, and my pick for the eight seed is the Pelicans, though it could be any of those six teams that we mentioned before competing for that last spot. Okay, so now that we have our predicted playoff field, let's talk a little bit about how we think these playoffs will play out, starting with the Western Conference. I truly believe that the Western Conference is really a two-team race, and it's both of the teams out in LA, the Lakers and the Clippers. There's a lot of good teams in the West. The Nuggets are a very good, deep, well-rounded team. The Rockets, of course, have James Harden and Russell Westbrook. The Jazz, very good on defense. Uh, One of the best low-post defenders in Rudy Gobert in the whole game. The Thunder, I think, overachieved a little bit this year, but did play very well all season. And then the Mavs, I think they're going to be an up-and-coming team in the future with Luka Doncic. I just don't think it's their time yet this year. And though all of those are really good teams, I don't think any of those teams are good enough to beat a team like the Lakers or the Clippers in a seven-game series. So for almost all of this season, it's kind of felt destined to be Clippers versus Lakers in the West. I do think that is exactly how it's going to happen. I don't think any of the other teams are going to sneak their way in there. I think we will get an all-LA Western Conference Final in the Clippers versus the Lakers. A little weird that an all-LA Western Conference Final will only be played in the bubble in Orlando, but unfortunately with the situation we have here, it just is what it is, and I think that's just what we're going to get. Now, your quote-unquote NBA experts have been debating this all year long of who's better, the Lakers or the Clippers? Who's going to win the series if they do meet in the Western Conference Finals? The Clippers are, I think, a little bit of a deeper team. They're definitely a little bit better defensively, though the Lakers are a good defensive team. I think the Clippers just are a little bit better on the defense side. I think a big key for the Clippers is they have multiple guys that can rotate and guard LeBron James and Anthony Davis, which of course is going to be the key to slowing down the Lakers. If you can stop LeBron, you're probably going to stop the Lakers. I'm not saying they can stop them, but they do have a deep roster of guys who can rotate on LeBron and not be at a huge disadvantage defensively. Guys like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Marcus Morris, uh, just to name a few. And the list does go on from there as well. But... LeBron is still LeBron. Even though he's a little bit older now, he's still playing as good as he's ever played in his life. 
you can game plan and defend LeBron however you want. But if LeBron gets hot, once he gets rolling, if he really gets in that zone, there's really nothing you can do to stop him. And it just feels like whenever LeBron is in the playoffs, that he makes it to the finals. So those finals runs have been in the Eastern Conference with the Heat, with the Cavaliers. It just feels like whenever he's in the playoffs, he at least makes it to a final. I don't think this Laker team is super deep in my opinion, but having a guy like Anthony Davis on the team, of course that helps. Anthony Davis is, in my opinion, the best sidekick that LeBron has ever had. And AD is just an animal in his own right. But for me, I think the biggest key for the Lakers is this added rest. I mentioned LeBron is a little bit older now, though he may not play like he's a little bit older. I think this added rest for him to get healthy and him to get prepared for this postseason is going to work in his favor probably more than anybody else's. I think he will come back fresh, strong, focused, and just ready to go. So yeah, there's a lot to like about both the Lakers and the Clippers, but my pick for who is going to win the Western Conference in this matchup is going to be LeBron James and the Lakers. The Lakers to win the West is going to be the second betting play that we're going to be putting in right now. It currently sits at plus 160 as just a slight favorite over the Clippers at plus 170. So we think there's good value there right now for the Lakers at plus 160 to win the West. I really do think they will at least make it to the Western Conference Finals. And when they do get there, you're not going to get plus 160 for them to win that series. So the value is to take it now, plus 160 on the Lakers to win the Western Conference. So now let's move over to the Eastern Conference. The Milwaukee Bucks are a pretty heavy favorite to win the Eastern Conference currently. In their first matchup, whether they get the Nets or the Magic or possibly the long shot Wizards. I think any of those teams that they face, they will definitely beat and probably end up sweeping, which would then mean they would be facing the winner of the four seed versus five seed game. Currently, it looks like the Miami Heat are going to lock up the four seed and the five seed will in all likelihood be either the 76ers or the Pacers. For me, the Pacers are a good team, not a great team. The Sixers are interesting with Embiid and Simmons getting this time to heal up and get back to full strength, but realistically, the Sixers all year were very good at home and awful away from home, so I think this bubble situation is going to hurt them the most because they don't get to play any games in Philly where they were a different team than they were playing anywhere else. So whether it be the Sixers or the Pacers facing the Heat, I am going to take the Heat to win that game and move on to play the Bucks. In the other half of the bracket, the Celtics and Raptors would be getting the two seed and the three seed, and they will be facing, depending on how the seeding works out, they would be matched up with either the Pacers, Sixers, Nets, or Magic. Again, depending how the seeding works out with that eight-game regular season. No matter how that seeding works out and who the Raptors and Celtics get matched up with, I do think that they both will advance the Raptors and Celtics to face each other in the 2-3 matchup in the Eastern Conference semifinals. And that's actually a really good matchup. Both these teams are good defensively. They both have a deep roster. They both have a lot of playoff experience. So that would be a good Eastern Conference semi, the Celtics versus the Raptors. And then the other semi would be the Bucks versus the Heat, the heavily favored Bucks against the Heat. That's where a little bit of a surprise pick for me comes in. I am going to take the Heat to beat the Bucks in that semifinal. I think the Heat are a very good team. They are extremely deep. They are one of, if not the 
best defensive teams in the league right now. Currently, it looks like they will be at full strength. All of their players will be returning when play resumes. So Bam will be there. Jimmy Butler will be there. The whole team, they're all expected to come back, which is a big plus for them. And I just think that they're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs, especially because of the way they play defense, how deep they are, and that their best scoring players are also their best defensive players. So two-way players all around on the Heat. They have some outside shooting as well. And in this key matchup with the Bucks, the big thing to watch is going to be Bam against Giannis. Bam matches up with him size-wise. I think he can hang with him. I think he can defend him decently well. And I think he can make him uncomfortable. And ultimately, I think that is going to be the key on why I think the Heat can beat the Bucks. If Bam can somewhat contain Giannis, you obviously can't stop Giannis, but if you can slow him down. Last year, the Bucks ran into trouble when defensively they forced Giannis to shoot from the outside as opposed to getting to the paint. That was a great strategy last year. I think it's going to be a strategy that teams against the Bucks are going to try to use this year, and I think the Heat are the team that can get it done with the personnel that they have. So that would mean I would have the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals facing off against the winner of the Celtics versus the Raptors. And I don't think it's going to matter whether it's the Celtics or Raptors. I am picking the Heat to win the East for all of those reasons I just mentioned. The depth, the defense, I'm taking the Heat to win the Eastern Conference. Which brings us to our third betting play. It's our highest value betting play. We are going to take plus 1,000. That's 10 to 1 odds we're getting on the Heat to win the East. We do love this bet. We think it's great value. 10 to 1 plus 1,000. We're taking the Miami Heat to win the Eastern Conference. So that sets up our NBA final. We have the Lakers from the West, the Heat from the East, LeBron James versus the Miami Heat, his old team that he won multiple championships with. This is an interesting matchup. Both teams good defensively. I stated how much I love the Heat in this playoff run, but I think with the added rest and LeBron getting a chance to heal up and get back to full strength and refocus, unfortunately, I want to pick the Heat to beat the Lakers in the finals, but I am going to say I think that the Lakers over the Heat in the finals is my prediction. Currently, we can get the Lakers at plus 260 to win the NBA championship, and that's what we're going to take. Plus 260 on the Lakers to win the NBA finals. That will be our fourth and final betting play for this NBA return to action. So just to recap, we have the Lakers to win the West at plus 160, the Lakers to win the finals at plus 260, the Heat to win the East at plus 1,000, and the Pelicans to make the playoffs at plus 310. Those are our four betting plays for now. We may have more plays coming once the playoff matchups are officially set after the eight-game regular season when we really see what the brackets look like. There is definitely that possibility of us adding more plays, which is a good time to mention if you always want to stay up to date on betting angles that we like as well as our updates and predictions. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. That's at Adam Hulse Sports. We post extra plays on there from time to time. We give you our most up-to-date info. So yeah, definitely follow us there so you don't miss out on anything that we have going on. 
But for now, that's all we have for this NBA return preview. Next week's podcast, we're going to be doing the same for NHL. Previews, picks, predictions, all that fun stuff. And then in mid-August, we have the Champions League Soccer, which we will be previewing as well. In the coming weeks, the NFL previews, we're going to start releasing those. I will definitely be having multiple episodes to preview the NFL season. We have a little time before that, but we will start preparing for that now. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming up, a lot of sports coming back. As we release this weekly podcast, I hope you do continue to join me for all these episodes to come. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Sports. Thanks again for joining me on this episode. This has been Adam Hulse. I will be back next week for some NHL talk, and I hope you join me.